What is up, football fans? Welcome back to another episode of Pound the Pigskin, where it's all football all the time. This is your host, Steve Hillen, along with your fellow football host, Alex Ruiz and Matt Kaczynski. And gentlemen, tonight on our show, uh, it's one of our favorite topics uh, that we cover throughout the preseason. We're going to get into our team predictions tonight. So we're going to go team by team and predict what we think win-loss record is going to be. Division winners, wild cards, seeding order, all that good stuff. Um, so it should make for a good show. We'll uh, we'll preview some college football games as uh, really week one of college football uh, gets started off uh, this weekend as well. So I'm pretty excited to see how the show unfolds tonight. It's uh, it's definitely going to be a fun one. Lots <laughs> lots to go over, but we're ready for it. Lot, there'll right. be a lot of, we, lots of disagreements. It'll be great. We yeah, I was gonna say we've got lots to lots to cover and probably not a lot to agree on, which is gonna make it great. So, nope. with that being said, we can't kick off our show without getting into the drink of the night, as we always do. Uh, brought to you by our buddies over at String Sports Brewery. So tonight I have Miller Lite and I have a little bit of Jim Beam on the rocks. Okay. Okay. okay, I like it. You're bringing you're bringing the tough stuff. I like it. Yep, I've got a little bit of uh, a little bit of heat to bring on the show tonight, just because I do really enjoy our team predictions uh, bit that we do. Yeah, it's always fun. Um, we we get pretty close to the nail. Uh, you know, look, we put a lot on the line for this one, so I'm not even mad about it. That is true. What do you guys got for, for the drink tonight? Uh, you know, I'm uh, j- just because I'm I'm going up with the winter spirit here. I'm going. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm I'm sipping on I'm sipping on. I'm sipping on what I won last year. Oh, okay. So you got so, your old town tequila. I, yeah, I got my I got my Casa my Casa Noble poured up, ready to go. <laughs> there you I like go. it. Though. That's a. I, what about I think you, Matt? Jinxing. You hinted at some kind of a surprise. I think you jinxed yourself by drinking that there, big guy. Uh, uh, don't, yeah, we're going to find out. It. So, since your boy's been all over the place recently and is terrible about stocking beer these days, which is, I know, crime for me and shocking. Yeah, a little bit. Man, I got stuck having to drink skunk yingling. Oh, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm called it it's, uh, Heineken. <laughs> your favorite. Yeah, definitely hardly, but you know, I actually haven't had it in so long. It's not as bad as I remember. Well, but I got definitely a funny not story about Heineken. Definitely not going to become a go-to probably ever, but what is that? Well, I was helping my neighbor from across the hall oh God. uh carry up some groceries the other day and she always thanks me by giving me a beer and I always tell them that I don't want it because in the past <laughs> they've given me out of out of date beer, they've given me gross beer, warm beer. <laughs> well, they gave me a Heineken, and it was a non-alcoholic Heineken, so they didn't. Yes, they didn't even give me a beer. So that's, <laughs> I, uh, I they probably didn't even it. know that it was a non-alcoholic. No, Heineken they, does so know, they good. Had no, they had no clue. But anyway, that was my most recent Heineken experience. I looked at it and I was like, "Oh, it's a non-alcoholic. This is going down the drain." It's so, just a uniquely weird beer. I don't yeah. know. You know, it is what it is. So, 
we've got our we've got our ammo boys let's um let's go ahead and get into the wild wonderful world of college football we're going to preview a couple of games give our thoughts on what the outcomes could be as a week one of the college football uh regular season really kicks off i know that there's been you know some games um you mean jacksonville state yeah, there's already been some games played. You know, uh, UCLA's already played and won with uh, Chip Kelly. Uh, I mean, Illinois, dude, Illinois's already beaten Nebraska, the Scott Frost year three, off to a bad start. So, shocking. I mean, I mean, hey, we got this thrilling Jacksonville State UAB game going on right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. You know. So we're going we're gonna to co- um, cover just a couple of some key games or at least what look on paper to be key uh, opening, uh, opening week games. Um, so we'll go – We'll go on uh, Saturday right there at noontime in the Big Ten. There's a big kickoff, uh, Penn State versus Wisconsin. Um, both of these teams are in opposite divisions in the Big Ten. It, um, it's a top 25 matchup uh, between Penn State and Wisconsin at Camp Randall there in beautiful Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, Whiskey is a five-and-a-half-point home favorite um, in the game. We already know that this style of game is probably going to be a lot of running of the football. Um, I don't know if one team is going to separate from themselves. I think that the line is five and a half for a reason. I think that there's probably going to be a closer game than people think. Um, Wisconsin obviously has been uh, more successful in in recent years. Uh, Penn State's been a flash in the pan here and there, but as uh, you alluded to last week, Matt, Penn State's always that team week one who lots of hype and then they come out flat and uh, people are like, well, what was all the hype about? So what do we how do we see this game going, boys? Who wins? Um, I've got I think Wisconsin's going to stay the favorite and win as a favorite. Um, I do agree, though. I think it's going to be deceivingly more close um, in terms of score. But I only think that's just because Wisconsin has a very vanilla offense and it's just not going to put up a lot of points. But I think Wisconsin will um, – I, I think w- w- when we look back on this game, this will be the game of like, okay, yeah, Penn State's out of it and this is where Wisconsin kind of is like back on that roll because I think this will kind of start them strong. How you see it going, Alex? Um. Dude, I, I don't know, man. I was I was going back and forth when you when you told us who we were going to be looking at for the first five teams, and I was kind of yeah. I was I was really torn. Um, I'm kind of I'm kind of with Matt though. I, I definitely think Wisconsin's going to pull out here, and, and I, I don't know. I just I just I'm going to lean towards Wisconsin right now. We know I it's will... a running game, and yeah. I mean, and I think Mertz is actually going to be emerge as a pretty decent quarterback. So well, I think there, that's going to be the difference. There's your uh, there's your X factor right there. I think yep. in a close game with two teams that are going to try to run the ball, I think at the end of the day, you go with the team that has the quarterback with either the better ability to make game changing plays or just the better quarterback. And I think Wisconsin's got that yeah. in Graham Mertz. Um, the five and a half. I, d- I actually think Penn State is gonna is gonna cover that. So maybe look yeah. at like a maybe look at like thirty five thirty one. You know, Wisconsin. I think it could even be just a field goal. Like it literally that. separates it. I think it could literally be a field goal of like where you said. You know, this is the exact example. Maybe it's a you know kind of stalemate type game. Mertz they get the ball late. 
he's able to drive down the field, get a field goal, seal the win, and done. Yeah. All right. So something we all, like that is what I would expect. We all like the Badgers in a in a closer in a closer matchup than um, than anticipated. So we'll move it along. We'll stay in the Big Ten though. Another Big Ten matchup down the road in Iowa City. We've got Indiana against Iowa, the Hoosiers and the Hawkeyes. This is a basketball game being played on a football field. Um, Iowa is a three point favorite right now at home over under 46. Um, this is another one where I think you literally could probably flip a coin depending on who woke up on the right side of the bed that day. Um, I just, for the same reason that we gave for Wisconsin winning, uh, is the same reason I'm going to give Indiana pulling the, like, be it minor upset. Indiana's ranked 17, Iowa 18, but Iowa's the three point favorite. I think Michael Penix Jr., the Indiana quarterback, is just a dynamic college quarterback and playmaker. So I think he's going to make enough plays to where Iowa doesn't have an explosive offense. They're very much like Wisconsin, ground and pound, beat into submission, um, wear you out. But if they get into a track meet with Indiana, um, I like the Hoosiers. So that's. That's how I see it going. What do you guys think? Uh, I'm opposite, actually. I'm uh, I'm I'm leaning towards the Hawkeyes, man. I, I think okay. that they just they kind of have a more complete team. Um, they do have some NFL talent. Yeah. So yeah. I, I mean, you know, look at three and a half points. I, I'm going to say that I, I'm not. You know, I'm not really good at betting or any of that shit. I, <laughs> I, think, I, I think I won like maybe thirty dollars last year. So, um, but if you win money, that's still winning, <laughs> right? So um, winning is winning, as they say. For yep. me, <laughs> I, I just I don't know. I like Iowa to co- I, I like Iowa to win it. I don't think they cover the spread. To be quite honest, I think it's a a, a one point or a field goal okay. um, type game. I, I think it'll be close. I mean, it, it could end up being like you know twenty one eighteen or twenty one twenty four. But but I think Iowa pulls it out at the in the in the fourth quarter. All right, what do you got there, Matt? Which way are you leaning? Uh, I got something similar. I think Petrus is going to be decent. Uh, quarterback for Iowa. I mean, he's not spectacular, but I don't think he's going to be poor enough to like completely lose them the game, I guess, per se. Like, I think it's going to be kind of like a stalemate type quarterback uh, matchup, but I do agree that Penix is going to definitely, um, or is it, Pe- is it Penix? Penix? Yep. Penix? Penix. Penix. Yep. Penix. Like, all these weird names. Oh, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was just in another thought. Um, but what I do think is going to make a big difference is, um, I personally think Indiana actually has a better defense. I know there's NFL talent in Iowa. I just think Indiana's actually been more consistent recently, which is weird because when the heck would we have ever thought that we're talking that in uh, football terms? Exactly. Or the fact that, like you said, where I'm going to give this kid just a slight edge, um, you know, guy I cannot pronounce his name, Penn X Jr. <laughs> um, I think he's going to be similar um, – where it's going to be, hey, tight game because it's Big Ten. I think these are going to be the four teams that are going to be decent in the Big Ten. So here you go. Um, or four right. teams that will be decent, actually, not the four because there's obviously better. But um, I think this will be another game late, maybe come back because you got a little bit more dynamic quarterback. And I'm going to go Indiana as well. All right. In like a little squeak by game. All right, so there you go. So we're going to move ourselves out of the Big Ten. We'll stay at the 3.30 time slot, though. We'll move it over to the Chick-fil-A kickoff game that's in Atlanta, neutral site game. This is obviously the 
Alabama Miami game. Alabama. As Man, I don't. I don't even get last bill on our own show to talk about. Nah, this well, you know, you don't need last. You don't need last bill just for this game. We got to get to it. It's a big game. Alabama right now, as it sits, and, and this, I don't, I don't. This doesn't sit well with me. I don't imagine it sits well with you. But right now, Alabama is a nineteen and a half point favorite. I, I would love to know how it went up a point. It went. It, yeah, it did. The line increased from eighteen and a half to nineteen and a half. I that I don't know. Zion Wilson What's gets going on with the, with the money there, but I mean, you got experience at quarterback versus inexperience at quarterback. Granted, Alabama's got plenty of talent all along their roster, but they're replacing tons of talent as they always do. I um, I think that this could be finally the uh, the season where when Miami has a big marquee matchup type game, a la when they play Clemson and FSU. I think this is one of those games where they actually show up and compete and not get, uh, you know, run out of the gym. So I, I don't think that um, Alabama covers the 19 and a half because I think De'Aaron King is going to start off his Heisman campaign type season in, um, in pretty uh, good fashion. Ultimately at the end of the day, it's going to come down to, who makes the least amount of mistakes or who capitalizes off of the mistakes that they are able to um, force. And, you know, listen, I, I can't stand Alabama, but it is what it is. They're an excellent football team and they're coached by an excellent coach and they've got talent all up and down the roster. But for the sake of uh, this game and what my, what my gut tells me versus what my heart is telling me, I am going to take, the team that's got now granted he's coming off an injury, but I'm going to take the team that's got the experience at the quarterback position, dynamic player in De'Ara King and a loaded backfield. I'm going to take the Canes to finally show up and pull off an upset. And wouldn't that be something if number one goes down in week one? Oh, I'll let you go Alex. Cause yeah. Look, I... You Listen, make a lot. I'll, I'll help Alex out because this is what Alex really feels. The spread is 19 and a half. He wants to know why they're even going to bother playing the game. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, seriously, why even, why even bother playing the freaking game? So, um, look, I, it, it is what it is, man. Tide is, is look, they're perfect. Okay. They, if they open up in a neutral site, they don't lose. Nick Saban doesn't lose. Nick Saban didn't even coach the game when they opened it up last season because of COVID and they still won. So yep. they are um, undefeated in neutral site games. Like, yep. like I said, the X factor, the crippling factor for Alabama this season will be Bill friggin' O'Brien, but it's <laughs> not going to be in week one. I think they got enough things going on. And I don't think that Nick Saban lets him take over immediately into the season, um, especially with so much riding on the game against Miami. Got a lot of talent. I'll give Fair it to enough. them. They, they have a chance to score a lot of points against Alabama, but Alabama is just, it, they're a force to be reckoned with, Matt. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going Alabama. Roll they, are, they are a machine. There's there's not a lot to be said other than that. What do you got there, Matt? You got to give us uh, as unbiased as you can get. I mean, look, being unbiased, obviously, it's Alabama. I'm not that much of an asshole to be like, oh, no, they suck. <laughs> I mean, look, it's it's Alabama. We know they recruit very well. We, we know where their strengths are. We know where their weaknesses are. But – but do you think Miami can of win? Of course, this game? I agree with Steve on this, and it's not because it's I'm a Miami guy. 
And I think Miami's back because actually I don't think Miami's back. I think this is now we are Miami. I think that's going to be the tone for the year. And I think they're going to prove it against Alabama because I think even the team and the community is just tired of, oh, we're back. Oh, we need to be Miami. We need to get back. No, there's no going back anymore. We, that needs to get put out of Miami fans' head, they the team's head. They need to move head. forward. You got to just move forward. So this is where you make a statement. You know, um, I'll make this very short on this point. Miami's leading the, the nation, again, tr- setting a trend with NIT deals. So, or NIL deals, sorry. So, I mean, you know, say what it is. But look, Derek King's capitalizing. And this kid is poised to literally be the breakout guy in college football. And I don't think Alabama's going to slow him down. Um, he is hungry, but to get actually a little bit into it, that's my first point. Experience, you got to give it to Miami. You got a more dynamic quarterback he's played, and quite frankly, he's got a lot more to prove, and I think he's the guy that can hold up to it. I also think tying that in, you get a lot more continuity and a lot more production consistency out of Miami than you have Alabama. And I only say that because there is some questions of who are your X factor players on offense and even defense. Well, we don't know yet because there's so much turnover. That's what I'm saying. Now I, again, I'm going to be realistic. We're going to find out on Saturday. I'm going to be realistic. This is no way, shape or form. I mean, this will be probably one of the hardest games they've played in quite a long time. And that's even comparing to Clemson. This is the toughest opponent they faced in a long time. Yeah. But I think there's just certain little nuances to Miami that Alabama, honestly, as good as Saban is, and it would shock me that he makes a miscoach like this, but I think this is the year it really logistically or legitimately could happen. You look through Miami – Miami's going to be a team this year. If you look through them, they're going to kick you right in your teeth. They've got a deep interior D-line, even rotating Zach McLeod now coming down from linebacker. He's been getting great reps in um, camp, despite what fans think. You've got the most experienced offensive line in all of college football, so that's continuity. So that means I figure it out. Miami's already got that together. And Zion Wilson is going to be playing that we know. So why would the spread go up if you're returning an even better lineman that like I said thought to not be playing when it was eighteen and a half? That's just people putting money. That's just people putting money down on on Bama and the spread going up so they can try to entice people to take Miami. I I as much as I want to cautiously tell any Miami fan, you know it it's not back again. It's like let's move forward. You know, I I think that's just something Miami can do, and they've always done. They can play the underdog role very well when needed. Um, Well, they're going to need it on Saturday. And one other point that I think is going to get really overlooked, I think we actually have an advantage in this game that is really going to help them, and it's called the uh, field position battle because Lou Headley is going to be, I think, emerge as one of the best punters in all of college football, and that will make a difference. Yeah, well, and hopefully if you're Miami, you're not using the punter all that much because you're running the football and keeping the Alabama offense off the field. I think Miami's got a – I think they've got a legitimate chance if it's a game where they slow – as weird as it sounds, I know usually Alabama wins when when they're slowed down. Yeah, not anymore. That's old Alabama. They turn the clock. New Alabama wants to get on offense and score 50. 
they're going to have to because I'm going to tell you right now, Miami's defense is going to be nasty. There's a lot of experience, and they're going to get after the ball and are going to get after the quarterback because you've got a young kid who's never started, and he's not that big. So I would expect some strip sacks coming from, like, Nesta or even, you know, maybe McLeod coming off the edge. Like, it's going to be their forward. Watch out for those guys making a push in the trenches because if Miami's winning in the trenches, Alabama's got no chance. Yep. I'll tell you what, as soon as that Penn State-Wisconsin noon kickoff game is over, boy, I'm switching it right over to that one at 3.30, and it'll be great football all day now. Yeah, your boy's getting anxiety out by doing some heavy squats before, so there you go. go. Next game we've got on the docket um, is uh, out in Austin, Texas. Steve Sarkeesian making his debut as the head coach at the University of Texas. They're taking on those raging Cajuns from Louisiana. God bless Louisiana. Right now with everything that's going on, um, I do think for this game, Texas is an eight-point favorite. I think Sarkeesian, um, back at the helm of being a head coach and what he's learned from Saban, and uh, he's going to put his new offense uh, on display. He's going to utilize Bajan Robinson at running back, and I actually think Texas is going to uh, is going to roll in this game, cover the eight points easy. I, like I said, I give Louisiana all the credit in the world. I just don't think that team's uh, main focus is going to be their football game. Uh, so I, I like Texas to roll pretty handily here. I think it's disappointing because I think in any other year, this would be a really fun game because honestly, I think Raking Kitchens could make it interesting. But I mean, like you said, like you alluded to, they're dealing with some, you know, damage they got to deal with. They've got so much going on with Ida coming through. I mean, who knows? Maybe that becomes a leverage point and they use that to your advantage. We've seen teams do it in the past. I, you know, who knows? Um, I think Texas is starting to come back, though. So yeah. I don't expect this to be – I don't think I don't think it's going to be a cakewalk for Texas, but I also don't think it's going to be um, – yeah, you know, I don't know. I got. Uh, I've been thinking on this one. That was a hard one because as we saw the storm coming through, that made a big difference. Um, sure. I don't know. I'm still going to go Texas, but I think it's it may. Ah, I'm going Texas. They cover the spread. What do you got there, Alan? Final, final answer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm 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 keeping it, you know, short and sweet, man. Um, I, I I think it's it's not a it's not a huge upset, but I think Louisiana comes through and, and pulls it through. I think they have that would a lot be a more. really I big think, upset. I, I mean, it's, it's not that it's three spots. So um, that's not the point. It's the fact that they're beating a team that's got a marquee name and they're not a marquee team. Yeah, I mean, I get that, but I feel like but they have I don't a lot think more to possible. fight for. They have a little bit more experience. Um, you know, they don't have huge breakout names, but they do have some veterans. So, um, I, I don't know. At beginning of the season, I think Louisiana pulls it out. Um, I think they just come in with a little bit of fire just because of what took place. You know, That'd be a heck of a way to start their season, hey, that's for sure. I can, I can see it happening. I just, I'm, you know, I'm taking a safe pick for the sake of this. But I won't be shocked, and I'll give all the credit. Like, wow, I was wrong on that one because I could see it happening. Yeah, no. it wouldn't be a good start for the Sarkeesian. Uh, Texas Sarkeesian. has done it in the past, though. Oh, hey, yep. Texas looks like they're getting better again. It's like Miami; they do it a lot. Oh, hey, look, we're going to be good, and then they look flat first game. We'll see. So the the final one we're going to cover is the big marquee night game uh, in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, the neutral site game, Georgia and Clemson. This one, I mean. Absolute coin flip right now. I mean, Clemson's a three-point favorite. This is basically just which team you think uh, you trust more to execute. Um, both teams have quarterbacks with plenty of talent, but also not a ton of um, playing time. Uh, like I said, 
Georgia's plenty talented on both sides of the ball. Clemson's plenty talented on both sides of the ball. Um, both teams are coached uh, pretty well. They recruit, you know, pretty well. I think Dabo Sweeney and Brian Venables, the head coach and D coordinator at Clemson, I think they're better. Um, so I'm going to give, I'm going to give Clemson the, the advantage there. And because of that, I think Clemson is going to win the game. I think they're going to be better prepared. I think they're going to execute better than Georgia does. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I think I alluded to this last week. Uh, the, the only game I'm concerned about for Georgia is this Clemson game, but I don't think they lose it. Uh, so I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm still going right. to ride with what I said last week. I think sure. Georgia takes the damn cake. So Georgia is going to win. All right, Matt, what do you and got? They'll, and they'll cover the, the spread. <laughs> Man, this is a coin flip one for me, dude. It's tough. Um, I mean, I want to be an ACC homer and go Clemson because, I, I mean, I do not hate Clemson, weirdly enough. Um, I kind of agree with Alex, though. I, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, I think that if there's any game that's going to be a misstep, it's going to be Clemson for Georgia. I just feel like – I don't know. It's, it, it literally could. It could go either way, but I'm gonna, I'm just going to stick with it. I'm going to stick with Georgia, man. That's I mean, I think Curbs is doing a good job. I think the dogs are going to be ready to play. Um, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going Georgia. All right. There you go. You guys got Georgia winning that one. Like I said, that's a top. I mean, both those teams are yeah. in the top five right now. So you, as long as it's not a complete blowout, the loser is probably not dropping all that. The loser is going to fall to six. Yeah, Something maybe. like that. Honestly, this is good. I, I'm excited for this game, um, really for the simple fact that I want to see a matchup like this set the tone. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll say this. If, like, um, if Georgia gets blown out, they will fall out of the top ten. But if, uh, if it's well, now here's the question though. What's mm. that? Miami pulls the upset. More Bama pressure won't, Georgia. Bama won't fall out of the top 10 if they no, lose. But, oh, of course not. But and Miami pressure, will be in the top 10. But more pressure on Georgia. That could be why Clemson takes it. So I don't know. Look. I don't Georgia, know. Georgia hopes that you guys knock Alabama out. Oh, I know. Because it makes it, it, it puts them but in the But if Georgia has spot. that pressure. If Georgia has that pressure, they never they never arrive to education. Well, I lied. It'll go to Ohio State, but they'll be at number two. <laughs> well, yeah. we'll see, boys. It's going to be an exciting first week. Obviously, there's tons of games uh, going on, which just makes it all that much better. So, beat Bama. Yeah, there you go. Let's oh. uh, let's transition it over to done. the uh, the grown men's league, known as the <laughs> National Football League. Um, we're going to get into some news. Obviously, yesterday was uh, was roster cuts day, so the the league had to. Uh, Every team in the league had to get their roster down to their 53, so cuts and they practice got it down squad to their 53, signings. And, and then they changed shit today. And... Right, <laughs> lots of lots of shuffling of the of the deck of cards. So before we get into the predictions, let's um, let's collect some thoughts on some a cut or something that surprised you, a roster move that didn't make sense to you. What what are some uh, reactions from uh, cut day yesterday? I mean, if I can, just take the big one real quick. I think it's hilarious that Cam Newton got cut. Yep, Cam Cam got cut in New England. Mac Jones, the rookie, is QB1. That was probably the biggest news, I would say, in terms of an individual player being cut. Uh, I would have to agree. Yeah. I mean... I, I, I'd say that's a big one. Um, the two big ones, I mean, outside of, outside of that, really, I think the two big ones for me... Uh, surprisingly here are wide receivers for both Tennessee and Philadelphia. Yeah. 
Tennessee traded up this year to get Des Fitzpatrick, and then the guy flopped. There was a couple of a uh, couple of drafted rookies who got cut and uh, didn't even make practice. I, I mean, I, I get the guys happen. that are like you know late fifth round, sixth round, seventh round wide receivers that are just gimmies to put in you know camp bodies. Like we all get that happens, but to trade up into the fourth round and take a wide receiver and him not make your final roster that's that's a bust to me. I mean, yeah. It doesn't happen often when you when you cut a rookie draft pick. An undrafted rookie, sure, but a drafted one doesn't make your team first year. That that is uh, a little less common. Yeah, uh, I mean, the other one for me is Travis Fulgham for Philly. I mean, the guy's the leading receiver for their team last year. Yeah, You're, well, you, you have a chance. Practice squad. You, you have a chance to put him in with Devonta Smith, the the string bean, and and Keys Watson, who's actually having a really good camp. Yeah, Keys um, is good. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, you got Jalen Rager to... in there too, bro. I mean, I'm gonna be like, yeah, let's be real. Rager, Rager's a bust, man. So I don't think he's gonna be a bust. I think that's gonna be the funny thing about uh, Philly. I, They'll be able to toss the, the ball thing. around. Philly's gonna be fighting to feed the ball to Devonta Smith and Kiz Watkins. Why Jalen Rager's gonna be a non-factor, especially with, uh, with especially with friggin' uh, Goddard on the team. It's just not uh, well, Goddard and Earth. Earth is yeah. gonna play. So, I, just to me, he's, he's fighting for targets. So, it makes sense why they cut Travis Wolgan. But if that's your most reliable wide receiver from the previous season, he should probably yeah. still be on the team. Yeah, but, I mean, come on. It's not like you're dropping a top five guy, top 10, top 15 at the end of the day. I get, I get it. No. Now, Honestly, I, wanna... I think it was more surprising, in my humble opinion, that Carter Minshew got cut. Or I was actually a trade. I'm sorry. Well, he got traded. Still, yeah, yeah, traded. So weird. Yeah, well, you know, I mean. Some people, some people like it. We'll we'll see how that goes. That's going to certainly put pressure on Hertz to perform because his backup is a guy who has played in this league with some experience now and can still. He's got a similar style, you know, running down when the play breaks down. Now, granted, he's not as you know athletic as Hertz, but still debatable. I, I wanna, we don't know that yet. Yeah, we don't know that yet, but we'll see. I want to point <laughs> out my favorite roster move, and then I want to address the elephant in the room. My favorite roster move. Oh, my favorite roster move comes from Motor City Dan Campbell and the Detroit <laughs> Lions because they made their cuts down to their 53, and they have no marquee wide receivers, and they right now only have three wide receivers on their 53. And my favorite uh, roster move: they don't have a kicker on their 53-man roster right now. Motor City Dan Campbell is going to chew off kneecaps. He's never going to kick field goals. He's going to go for it on fourth down. He's going to go for two every time they actually score a fucking touchdown. He doesn't want a kicker. He wants a linebacker who maybe played soccer in high school. Doesn't <laughs> Foster have to have a kicker to be legal, though? No. I was just going to ask you, is this the first time we've ever seen Because they have a punter. Not so techni- they have a punter, so technically you can place uh, your well, punter yeah, as you a go. punter. Yeah, he can, yes. Okay, so yeah, he, he cleared it that way. He did. So, I kind of like it. I'm with you. Pretty cool. Now, Obviously, my gut says they're going to bring in a field goal kicker and it's just going to be a revolving door until they find someone because Jason Hansen's not walking back into Ford Field anytime soon. But I love his spunk that he doesn't – he says, fuck it, I don't need one right now. We don't play for another week. So (laughs) 
that's that's that was my favorite thing. Uh, so God bless Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions. I just have to make one aside. If our fans aren't going to figure it out, we're going to talk about Dan Campbell a lot because he's going to be an interesting guy. We love we this guy. You're going to be rooting for that guy, even if you don't even know the Lions, the, that Detroit has a football team. He's going to be the most fun coach to pay attention to. He will. Now, the elephant in the room <laughs> that I have to address is uh, – Do we have to? We absolutely have to, and then we'll get into the predictions, is – Go ahead and just give me the thoughts on what the heck the Giants did with their final roster. <laughs> Listen, point, point Blake, put your earmuffs on, ladies and gentlemen. They fucked the roster. Eh. Listen, eh. don't get me wrong. Don't, don't get me wrong. I understand that the Giants have a good a defensive coordinator and they want to do things that you know most other teams are, are not willing to take a risk on. But to spend 22 of your 53-man roster on linebackers and defensive freaking backs – your safety positions, your cornerbacks, shit like that, and only walk into the season with six wide receivers on roster, which three are currently injured. What the hell are you doing? You got two. <laughs> you got two tight ends that are now available because one of them's friggin' injured. You got three running backs. One of them's coming off of an injury. I mean, seriously, what the hell are you thinking going into an off season, Going into a season that is your 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 quarterback's third year. It's his prove-it year. Can't score touchdowns, and you want to walk in with bare minimum roster requirements for wide receiver, running back, and tight end positions with an offensive line that is atrocious? The, yeah. the, Giants, plan, the Giants' plan for this season is to have their defense get the ball turned over inside the 50 and either score a freaking touchdown or a freaking punt return or a kick return, something on special teams, or make it so their freaking offense doesn't have to go more than 30 or 40 freaking yards because they know they're not driving the damn field, period. That's what this roster says to me. Uh-huh. All right, there, there you go from from the horse's mouth. Matt, I know you got some kind of opinion in there before we get going. I, I mean. It may not be as an extreme of an opinion, but I know you got a feeling. I, I think they're playing. I, I mean, mean to Alex's fucking... point, the fact that they've only got, you know, legitimately as it stands right now, three healthy wide receivers on a team that did not create a lot of touchdowns in the passing game. But, you know, here's my stop. here's my thing, though. I, I think part of it, and I mean, maybe I'm giving too much credit that doesn't deserve credit yet. Are they just playing the long-term game more right now and not panicking and just going to be like, hey, look, we got 17 games. Like, let's let this shit play out because at the end of the day, it's still always a crapshoot, especially in this division. Who in this division is – yeah, but here's the thing. Every other division has a team that looks like the frontrunner of being double-digit wins almost guaranteed. NFC East does not. So in yeah. theory, if you can somehow scrounge together nine wins, I think you got a shot at playoffs with this division. So you got to have the talent and look, the health to do it. I agree. I agree. Health is going to be definitely or clearly already, uh, you know, the Achilles heel for the Giants. But I mean, say what you will. Bredzin was actually a good move in terms of what they got. Uh, at least it adds because we know that um, Lemieux now is down. That's fantastic. Um yeah, like never, they need, never and, good when you got one of your more uh, consistent <laughs> offensive linemen out for a while. Like, like we don't need a thinner O-line as it already is. Right. Um, I just I, – I think they're just not hitting the panic button. I think that's why they did what they did. You got to remember, too. Well, Judge is keeping never your, having panic, a fresh but defense. he's got to have the horses now. He's got to have the Jimmys and the Joes. I mean, I completely agree, and I think that's why they're just taking it slow because it's like, hey, look, we know these guys aren't going to be hurt long term. Let's not – 
Let's not force these guys in a spot where we risk them being out for 10 weeks, 12 weeks. So, I mean, we will see. I think Denver, yeah, yeah. Defense looks good. And here's the other thing. One last thing and I'm done. I do kind of like that they actually did load up on positions that they need to be able to rotate very well. And they haven't done that in the past. So I kind of like that they can do that. Load up those linebackers. You play a 3-4. You know those guys are going to be dropping down and rushing. Like, uh, that, that's what they're going to do. And quite frankly, if you can rotate your DBs in, I'm all in on it because we've always had a pretty thin secondary, and now we've got some depth there. So might as well keep those positions deep. You got to remember, too, you can kind of plug and play with practice squad guys. Defensive guys on the practice squad. So, you know, they yeah, can I mean, drop off a linebacker these, or two. These rosters are not – Set in stone, they're going to shuffle. They can all drop off. A, oh, come they can on. drop off. A, but dude, they could drop off a linebacker and a, and a corner and bring in any two guys off their, for their offense. Oh, if they come need on! To. It's not great. It's not great. But at the end of the day, you want it's keeping key positions, key positions with depth. At the end of the day, do you really need nine receivers? I, I mean, really, nine, but they're going to need at least five healthy on game day. Do you really? Yeah, yeah, no, we do. Why? Because we can't score. But again, why does that? Why does scoring indicative of how many receivers you have? Because you need somebody's got to put the ball in the end zone. If you've got guys to field the offense, you can fucking score points if you put it together and hit your X's and O's. Okay, we're not driving the field though. If we're if we're if we're taking the ball inside the twenty every freaking drive, we're not getting down the field. You better hope Graham Gano is thirty-one for thirty-two this year again. I have no reason to think that he won't be. Uh, the fact that he the shanked two of them in, in preseason three. <laughs> Still stand by my statement. Still don't have a reason to stand and be worried. It's an off game. Get it. Get those off games out now. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, boys. Let's get into the meat and potatoes here. Let's uh, let's go ahead and ri- and rip off the predictions. So what I'm going to do is just like last year, uh, we're gonna we're gonna record it. We're gonna go division by division. Uh, I'm just going to I'm going to tell you what I've got um, and then you just go ahead and tell me what you've got record wise for each team in that division and then tell me who that division winner is. And if you've got a a wild card team in that division and then at the end, we'll go ahead and we will list our uh, our playoff seating. Make sense. Got it. All right. So we'll kick it off in the AFC East where obviously there was some news. Uh, this week when it comes to the Patriots. So I'm going to go ahead and I'll start it off. The New York Jets, uh, obviously, uh, in a rebuild, got a rookie quarterback in Zach Wilson, lots to be desired, still uh, on the roster. I've got them at 3-14. and 14. Um, Oof. So it's, it's going to be a struggle for them. I still think that there's a lot to build upon Robert Sala is probably going to be the right man for the job, but uh, there's still a lot to, a lot to develop. And I think that Wilson will certainly have his growing pains. Uh, I've got the dolphins taking a step backwards. Unfortunately, I've got the dolphins at six and 11. Um, I think that this division is going to kind of beat up um, on each other a little bit. Patriots, I think are in for a bounce back year. I think Mac Jones will have a, Rookie of the year type of season. I don't think he's going to be the rookie of the year. We've got the Patriots at nine and eight. 
And then I've got uh, the Buffalo Bills circling the wagons at 12 and 5. I've got the Bills as the division winner. Alex, we'll start off with you for your AFC East team predictions. Yeah. Um, so I've got a two way tie here. Um, I've got both the Jets and the Dolphins sitting at 5 and 12. Okay. 5 and 12. Jets um, and Dolphins. Yeah. Just the. Just terrible on both accounts. Uh, the only way I see this changing or elevating in any way is if Deshaun Watson doesn't get in trouble and they were lying about where he's going and he ends up playing for Miami. Um, I don't think enough. he's going there. Get out uh, of here. You know, but I mean, again, even if it's not him, Cam Newton's available. So, um, true, true. So, we, we already know. Listen, if the if the owner of the Miami Dolphins is telling you he wants another quarterback, they're not confident in Tua. So, um, there could be a change coming soon. If that's the case, then they might go like seven and friggin', you know, ten or something like that. But they're still not going to be a they're not going to be a winning team. Um, next up, I, I listen just because of the way their schedule's laid out and how simple it is going to be for them. Um, I have them higher in the win bracket. I, I've got the Patriots sitting at eleven and a six. All right, eleven wins um, for the Patriots. That's a heck of a year. Uh, yeah, and listen, it, it's it's Bill Belichick here. We've seen him do it with nobody under center. So um, I'm I'm gonna ride with that fact that the dude's the friggin' goat of goats when it comes to coaches. Eh, he really hasn't, but okay, <laughs> okay. Um, Who has he done it with? Jacoby Brissett, Jimmy really? Garoppolo, who we all know is really? now a bust. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do I need to keep going? They're going 11 and six. Um, and then of course I've got, I've got, I got the bills, man, circling them wagons. I, I do think they drop off on two games this season. Um, notably that's one of them's going to be to the Patriots. Just going to, the way it works out, they always struggle against them. And then obviously they're going to struggle against the chiefs, but I got them going 15 and two winning the division. Wins, winning the division. Win, winning Jesus. the division. All right. Do you have a wild card team in that division or no? Uh, yeah, the Patriots are the wild card. All right, so you got Patriots as a wild card. Matt, what do you got for uh, the AFC East? Well, we're all in agreement. Jets going to suck. <laughs> I got him at four and thirteen. You got the Jets. I, I think at Zach Wilson's. I, I think he's going to have some like little flash games here and there. Because I think there's like some underrated pieces on offense that we just don't know that are gonna actually like play like three good games and just don't know what it's gonna be. That's still being nice though. So four and thirteen. I think the Dolphins are gonna struggle only because it just really doesn't seem like they have an idea of what heck they're doing. I think there's a lot of talent on the team. It's just like what are they trying to accomplish? I don't get it. <laughs> What's the identity of this team? It's weird. I just I don't understand. There's talent, good coaching. What are we getting? I think it's going to bite them in the butt, and they're going to be seven and ten. Seven and ten for the Finns. All right. Um, as much as I did just want to talk trash to Alex about that comment, I do still think Belichick gets something done, and I think the Patriots are ten and seven. Ten and seven. One off of miss... me, and you wanted to choke me out. Come on. <laughs> well, no, because I'm not saying it's because it's the it's Belichick. I think you've just now actually got a quarterback that's going to fit the system. Do you have the Bills winning fifteen games? I, I do not have them winning fifteen games. What? Okay, what do you got? There's no team that's going to win 15 games this season. I, I agree lost. with that statement. There's, there's no way, dude. I'm sorry. What do you got? What do you got for your Josh Allen led Bills? 12 and 5. 12 and 5. All right. Win a division. 
they're your division winner. Do you have a wild card in this division? I do not. You do not. All right, so Bills only. So let's move it on down the, the road to the AFC South. Um, I've got our uh, Jacksonville Jaguars um, improving. Um, obviously, they only had one win last year, so you got to improve somehow. Hopefully, um, I've got them. I've got them at five and twelve. That's respectable with what they've got going on. I think um, I've got the Indianapolis Colts, um, led by Carson Wentz, being um, a. Well, I guess there is no such thing as average because you can't be 500. I've got the Colts at 9-8. and eight. I've got the Houston Texans as the worst team in the NFL. They're going to be 3-14. and 14. I know that's what I had the Jets, but the Texans will be the tiebreaker and have the first pick. I'm just saying it right now. Um, and then I've got the Titans at 11-6. and six. I've got the Titans as my division winner. And believe it or not, I have the 9-8 and eight Indianapolis Colts as a wild card. That's kind of creepy. I know. Creepy. I don't know if that's the right word, but I'm just a little thrown. All right, uh, Matt, we're going to well, let you start off. With yeah, we'll let you go time. first, and I'll, you'll see why it's creepy. All right, I'm going to go top to bottom this time because I want to yeah, change it Yeah, whatever order you want to go. I want to change it up and have fun. Sure. Um, so I got Titans, similar, 11-6, I think. I, I, I could argue to try to go maybe one. I'm going to just keep it simple. Solid team. I like what they've got. Well coached. And boom, division winner. Done. All right, division winner. There you go. I do agree that the Colts will be decent, but I don't think it's going to get them a wild card because I just don't see – I see there being some better talent in the AFC, but I have them having a winning record. All right. And that's going to be 9-8. and eight. All right, so you got them at 9-8 and eight like me. Where are you going next? Obviously, it would be the Jags because you know where I'm going with the bottom team. <laughs> All right, what do you got the Jags winning this year? If there's any human that know, I mean, you don't even have to know anything about football. If there's any human that has the Jags not being better than the Houston Texans, I don't trust you. At the end of the day, like, Fair come enough. on, come on. How much are the Jags improving? Um, I'm actually going to probably surprise you, and I'm going to say that they're going to be a six-win team. All right, oh. so you got you got Jags not, not by much more, but huh. you know, I think they're going to be improved. I think they even have a shot to get seven. All right, um, and where do you have the bottom dwelling Texans? Oh, I I think Houston's going to be the uh, the new Jaguars. I I think they get lucky if they even win one game. So you've got them at one in sixteen. One in sixteen, worst team I in the league, first love round it. pick. I oh hold on, sorry, sorry. they don't get the first round. <laughs> I love it. And you said you've got no wild card team, just Tennessee as the division winner. Just Tennessee as the division winner. All right, Alex, what do you got? What's your breakdown of the South? So this is why I said it was creepy. Um, I too have the Titans at twelve and five. Ooh, all right. Winning their, winning their division. However, right. my bold prediction is that they sweep the division and go six and zero. There you go. I like the bold. I like that. I'm going to put it in a okay. little notes section here. Tennessee six and zero in the division. Yep. Who do you got uh, coming? I do like that bold prediction, though. I, I I'm I kind of I like it. Um, I'm not taking it by any means. That's all you, bro. Col- but I like Colts. It. This is where it gets <laughs> creepy. The right. Colts, I, I've got them exactly where you've got them at nine and eight and second in the division mm-hmm. as as my wild card team. All right, there the, you go. So the, got the new nine and sevens. No, I was like, this is weird. <laughs> All right, who's uh, who's third and who's the bottom dweller? I've got Jacksonville going third. Uh, I got them a little bit better than you guys do. Surprisingly, um, okay. I actually got Jacksonville at seven. 
I tell you what. So you and me are kind of close on that, actually. This yep. city would be thrilled with seven wins. I, look, they I should think be. they put it together. I, I think they put yeah. it together. Um, you know, Urban Meyer is a successful head coach, so we'll we'll see what he does. Um, now, obviously, I gotta, he he gave him a fucking he gave him a talk in last week, and it, it, you saw some changes. So yep, I gotta hear what you've got, Houston. Houston Texans. Houston, we have a problem. One in sixteen. Yes, yes, I freaking love it. But yes. they won't be the number one pick, not because they don't have a pick, but because I have another team that is way worse than they are. Okay. How is well, there anybody? Gonna, I'm okay. I can't wait for. We're this gonna game. get to that, and I can't wait. So I can't wait for that one. Let's keep so this good. gravy train rolling, baby. So let's okay. move it up north, AFC North. Uh, here's my breakdown. I'll go from top to bottom. That seems to be a good flow. Uh, I've got. The Cleveland Browns at 11-6 and six as your division winner. I've got the team that left Cleveland with the big middle finger, the Baltimore Ravens. I've got them at 10-7 and seven and as a wild card team. Okay. I've got Pittsburgh at 7-10. and 10. I think the wheels fell off last year, and they uh, are, are squiggly and squeaky at best with the O-line. I think their defense is going to help them win seven. Um, and then the bottom dwellers, Cincinnati Bengals. I think Burrow comes back, has a good year, but I still think that they've got a lot of uh, flaws in that team. They'll they'll improve, but I've got them at five and twelve as the oh bottom. Oh my god! Yo, are you looking at are you looking at my sheet? All right, Alex. That means it's time for you to go. Then, if you're if you're thinking we're pretty chalk, what do you Jesus got? Uh, Christ, we're bottom? chalk, but by one friggin' game, dude. All right, so you got the Browns at what? Browns are sitting at top of the division at 11 and 6. All right. Ravens missed the playoffs by one game and are 9 and 8. Okay. Steelers are 7 and 10. All and right. Bengals are 5 and 12. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> How about that? <laughs> They're like, what the hell? Oh, and that's it's, it's not really a bold prediction, but the Bengals don't win a single division game. All right. So Bengals 0 and 6. 0 and 6 in the division. All right. Every every other team is better than them in that division, so I, there's no surprise there. Fair enough. I, I like it. You got you've got the exact opposite of what's going on with the Titans in yeah. the AFC South. Yep. I love it. So Matt, that means uh, you're up for the AFC North. Uh, let's see. I know I know you like one of the teams in this division a lot. What do you got? So, only because I just have to be true to my word. Black and yellow, black and yellow. Which annoys me. I'm <laughs> black and yellow. But, <laughs> no, uh, it, you're, you're, no Wiz Khalifa. I think this division sucks. I actually do. I think they're going to be a – they'll have wins, but I just think it's a lame division. I really do. The I think sucks. I think we both got the Browns winning it. It's yeah, overhyped. I think it's overhyped. Yep. With that said, I think we're going to be annoyed because I think somehow, some way, shape, or form, they're going to look like they're going to be really good squeak in, win a division, and then just suck. And that's actually the Ravens. All right, so what do you got Baltimore at? I think Baltimore's 11-6. and 11-6 as your division winner? As a division winner. Okay. Card in this division. Yep. That's the Browns. Being 10-7. and Or possibly 11-6. and Just doesn't get the division because of, like, tiebreakers. Sure. And I got them as the wild card. Okay. And who's finishing third? Gonna, who's who's second? You didn't say a team name. <laughs> oh, Browns. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I did. Did I not? Did I really forget to say no, that? You didn't say you the didn't Browns. You didn't say the Browns. You said I got them. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just knew who you were talking about. <laughs> That's too funny. Trying to keep some anticipation here. 
No. Um, yeah, no, I got the Browns at 10 and 7. I think the Steelers are going to be even worse. I think they're going to be 10, uh, 6 and the 11. Oh, 6 and 11. Okay. Wow. I, that line is just going to be bad. Ben, Big Ben's going to be running for his life who can't run. Najee yeah. Harris is going to get his ass reamed because he's a rookie and it's going to just be overwhelming and it's unfortunate because I like that hate kid. rookies, man. It's not that I hate rookies. I just don't like rookies that are in bad positions thinking that they're going to be the person to make the team better. Okay. Well, There's a big he's difference. Coming, he's, he's coming from RBU, but all right. Dude, I like Najee Harris. You guys heard me. I said it. I, I'll talk him up all year because I think he's going to be a good back. It's just he's that only rushes. Well, he's, like got, two, he's got two rookies starting on the offensive line in front of him, so we'll see. My prediction is he still has barely a thousand yard season, but it's going to be a struggle. He's going to look, he's going to be the guy. It's just, it's not going to be a like great statistic year. And then, anyways, line will get better. We'll go from there. And I think the Bengals are actually going to be pretty close to that. I think they're going to probably fall somewhere in like the five win category. All right. So you've got the Bengals at five and 12, just like they may uh, surprise and maybe get six. I don't, in all honesty, they could. They could flip flop with the Steelers for all I know, because that could be a disaster waiting to happen. That Even though they've be. got a good defense. Could be. So let's go out to the West Coast then, the AFC West. Um, I've got, uh, as much as it pains me to say it, I've got the Kansas City Chiefs winning the division. I've got the Chiefs at 14-3. and three. Um, I've got the uh, Los Angeles Chargers of San Diego at 11-6 and six and a wild card team. I've got the Denver Broncos eight and nine, and then I've what? got the Las Vegas Raiders at seven and ten. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're gonna love mine. <laughs> All right. Well, then that means you're up. Who do you got winning? Why do I gotta go again, David? Well, because you said I'm gonna love it, so let's hear it. Well, I was talking to Alex, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, you're talking to Alex. Oh, okay. He's riding um, the Broncos train. That's why. Oh boy. Uh, n- n- no. Um. <laughs> No, I'm not that crazy. Well, you you um, lay it out. You lay it out. Let's hear it. I I've got your hometown team. Yep. Taking the division. Okay. Oh God. At twelve and five. Twelve what? wins for the Chargers. Yep. I'll twelve and five it. to win that division. You have the audacity to speak this shit on I'll be a happy, recording. I'll be a happy camper <laughs> a lot of Sundays. I do. The case. I'm going to make the argument here. I think Herbert's going to give Mahomes a run for money as being the best quarterback in that division. Now, oh, I'll take that. With that said, there's yep. going to be – I mean, I, I just think the Chiefs are being figured out. You got the Chiefs Sorry. at 12-5 and five too? No, I got them at 11-5. and five. You can't be 11-5 and five unless you got a top. 11-6. Fuck. 11-6. All right. Well, I, was just, shit. I was just making sure you weren't predicting a tie now. No, you're good because thank you because I was kind of like, you know – Anyways, um, and I got them winning. That would obviously be the wild card because they'd be the uh, only other logical team that could do that. You got a wild card team. Okay. Now where are you going for three and four? Uh, Broncos going to be third. Just because I think there's weirdly enough pieces on that team that they can be decent. They're just they do oddly have a lot of talent outside of the quarterback. It, it's 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 kind of odd. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. So I got them winning – Eight and nine. Okay, so you got them at eight and nine. And then and where you got the Raiders? And I got the Raiders at seven and 11, or seven and 10. Okay. That's going to be a tight di- – I think it's going to be a close division. You and I are pretty – well, yeah, I mean, shoot, you and I are exact uh, exact same when it comes to Broncos Raiders. I didn't think that would be the case, so. Talent. Talent's yeah. going to win. I mean, having good talent's going to win. And right, Alex, I'm I'm pretty intrigued to hear what you got here because I know this is a division where uh, you don't yeah. trust – 
You don't trust some of these teams in this division. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I That's why I said it. I don't. Okay. Um, look, I'm going to go point blank. It's just what it is. What it is, man. Uh, Chiefs are going to win the division. Okay. At fourteen and three. That's what I've got them at. Okay. Yeah. But I've got the Chargers as my wild card team because they dropped one division game at fourteen and three. Oh, you got them winning fourteen games. Herbert's the it. truth. Herbert's the this truth, is, and he's going to prove it this year. I, I agree with you, and that's why he's winning division. But it's at twelve and five. No. Nah. 14 and 3. He's only the only reason they're not winning the division is cuz they dropped those games against the Chiefs. I'm sorry. I I will take it. It's just it's just I'm sorry. That's what that's, that's <laughs> I, where it I'll is. tell you what though, if the Chargers win 14 games and they're not a number 1 seed, I'm going to be a pissed off happy fan. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it, you know, you you'll get there. Um Raiders, I've got better than the Broncos because okay. the Broncos are freaking trash. Yep. And I I've, I've got them at 8 and 9. Okay. Okay. And Broncos, I've got as the fourth worst team in the league at three and fourteen. Oof! There's no way. Wow, that's a that is a utter collapse. If Denver's you, only you, a three. You know why? Because they, they damn sure ain't beating us. They're not beating the Jaguars. They, their only potential wins are the Eagles because the Eagles just got nothing. Okay. I I just think there's enough talent that it's gonna find random wins later as the year kind of just dwindles on is how I see this team. Like they surprise and have like a couple wins here or there as like teams are like, Oh, it's the fucking Broncos. Yeah. Well, just cause there's talent. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, it, I'll tell you what, if that's going to be a fun division to pay attention to. If they're our... a three win football team, that means that somebody worse than Bridgewater and Locke may be playing quarterback at some they point. They don't. That's what I'm saying. They don't have a quarterback. Yeah. But all right. Fair enough. Okay. All right, so let's uh, let's switch it over then. NFC NFC time. We'll stay out uh, out okay. west. NFC West. Um, I have this division as a very competitive division. Uh, yep. We'll go top to bottom here. I've got the Rams at eleven and six as your division mm. winner. I've yep. got uh, I've got the Seahawks at ten and seven as a wild card, and then I've got the 49ers at nine and eight as a wild card. So I got three playoff teams coming from. The NFC West. You've lost your rabbit ass mind, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of agree. All right, who wants to? Who wants to? Te- Where are your Cardinals at, there, bud? Oh yeah, my Cardinals. Uh, I've got uh, still a competitive team, eight and nine. What? Yeah. <laughs> you go. Hey, I'm not going to say anything. Listen, I've got. Listen, I this think is Chandler Jones team. and JJ Watt team up to be one heck of a duo. This is a team. This is uh, I'll I'll throw it out there, man. I I got the I got the Rams winning the division. Um, I think getting Matt Stafford will help the team out. I think Sean McVay has got to get it worked out, and they're going to have the league defensive MVP again on their team. Okay. In Aaron Donald, so I've got the Rams winning the division and winning the NFC East. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> they're going to go fifteen and two. Oh, 15 wins. You have the Rams going 15 and 2. I got the Rams going 15 and 2. All right. I've, I've got the Seahawks. There's, got... No, there's no way that my my entire division predictions were wilder than that. I've got I've got No, they're no, not. At this all. is wild. I've got three teams in the NFL going 15 and 2. So, oh, why? How? Because their schedules are not hard. When you, go, when you get down to the brass tacks and you look at their schedule, there's no way in hell they're going to lose those games. Okay. 
Seahawks. Who's Seahawks. second in the division? Seahawks. Seahawks, second in the division, wild card, 14 and 3. Woo-hoo, a 14 win wild card team. We Seattle see we see we pitch. see we see the 12th man <laughs> and Russell Wilson burning and churning, baby. So who's finishing third and fourth in that division? Cardinals are finishing third, oddly enough, at eight and nine, just like you have them. Okay, there you go. So you got you got the Niners taking a step back again. Niners are taking not not really a step back, but a step back. I've got the 49ers sitting at six and eleven. Okay, fair enough. You got two. You got two playoff teams, a, a division winner, obviously, and a wild card. Yep. Matt, what are you? What do you got in this division? I mean, I have. I will admit, it is a very competitive division. So it, it, it is, I think, one of the more crapshoot divisions overall. Mm-hmm. Um, only you got because, the Rams winning fifteen. I mean, you know, only because I'm a, you know, I've been talking about this guy since he got drafted for whatever reason. You like Stafford? Yep. Give me Matty Staff. He likes Georgia LA, quarterbacks. Baby. Coming to L.A., he's going to prove that he's a legit quarterback. I know his receivers aren't amazing, but... No, they're good enough. You know. who, but I got them who, would better, who would have a better season in L.A.? Matt well, Stafford or Andrew Locke? Oh, uh, Stafford without a question. I think Stafford's... I think Stafford's going to go show... This is going to be one of those scenarios where here's a guy that ends up having, like, elite-level numbers just because of the fact that he is a well above average quarterback that got buried on a team that just was completely pathetic. Fair enough. Right, so Honestly, got, I'm like, I'm, I'm all, I'm all in on Staffy. So you got Let's Rams 12 and five division winner. Division winner. Who's second? I'm going to surprise some people on this one. Okay. The Cardinals. I've got the Cardinals. Yeah. As a wild card team. Okay. At 10 and seven. 10 and seven in the wild card. Kyler Murray uh, having a big year. Yep. All right. What about three? Then I'm really going to surprise some people. Yeah. 49ers? You got the Seahawks in the bottom of the division? Uh huh. You have lost your mind. He doesn't think Seattle's going to be able to protect Russ. Nope. I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball very well either. Hey, what does he call them? What does he call them? Swing picks? Yeah. Yeah. uh, yeah. They're, they're, they're going to. He's saving those for when we pick games next week. Dude, they're not the Seahawks. They're going to be like the Seagulls, bro. All right. What do you got the 49ers at? <laughs> um, I actually think the 49ers end up being a team that changes quarterback and gets better, even though I'm kind of against the pick still. I still don't like it. I just think it's going to somehow work because that's what the 49ers do somehow, and it's annoying. And I think they go 9-8 and eight and miss. Okay. And then uh, got... I'm going to tell everybody right now, you kiss that shit goodbye. Kyle Shanahan is going to do what the friggin' Florida Gators did last season with Emory Jones. And freaking Kyle Trask, and he's going to run both those efforts whenever he feels like it. <laughs> I mean, they could do the Dolphins, but I don't see that because I just don't think anybody trusts Garoppolo enough to be a Fitz Magic. So I think Garoppolo is going to just like he always will. Hey, and that's a playoff quarterback. Oh, get it, dude. Okay, Super Bowl quarterback. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what do you got I'm the done. Seahawks at there, Matt? You got him in last. <laughs> I do. And I've got them at seven and ten. Seven and uh, ten man, listen. Seattle. Next time we're we're gonna be down there for the Miami game. I'm gonna slap the shit out of you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Let's it. move it. Let's move it to the NFC South. Uh, this one, I I have a feeling I already know what's gonna come out of Alex's mouth with this one. So uh, I'll I'll start. I've got uh, I've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers winning the division at twelve and five. Then I've got the New Orleans Saints um, at eight and nine. 
And then I've got both Carolina and Atlanta at five and 12. Good God. So I've got just one playoff team, the Bucks being the division winner. Um, I, I don't see the division being anybody else's except the Bucks. Uh, Matt, we'll start with you because we're going to let Alex go last. Wait. <laughs> Why? Because his favorite team is in this division? <laughs> just because I know it's going to be a doozy of a prediction, so we'll let you go quick so we can, uh, we can, we can get to it. So... Obviously, Bucks winning this. I mean, let's uh, not even thirteen four. That's all I need to say. Thirteen four. There you go. Um, I will admit I struggled on who I thought was going to be in second because I think the rest of this division is kind of crap. Yeah, I kind of agree. And this could be a very weird division where we have like a really, really, really good top heavy team, and everybody else is really mediocre. I think that's exactly what's going to happen. So, <laughs> I think I got Saints coming in next. All right. And I think they're going to be like a mediocre, like, uh, I had them at nine and eight originally as my gut instinct. And I just don't even know that. I just, it's hard for me to believe that there's going to be a division that's going to have a 13 and four team and then nobody above 500. Uh, I'm just going to roll uh, nine and eight. Nine and eight for the same. I think there's still good coaching. I just think it's fading. And I think this is going to be the, this is like, oh my God, we might still be decent. And then no. Basically, um, I'm gonna surprise Alex with this one, and I think the Panthers are gonna be the third best team in this division. Okay, it's just and, disgusting. And I think they're gonna be seven and ten because I think Darnold's gonna show it he's mediocre and not be the reason why they suck. They're just they're just building. They're just a young team. There's just not a lot there. And I, you know, hey, oh, kind of kind of similar to how it was when he was with the Jets. Yeah, I just think he's got better coaching. Okay. Let's be real. But he's got the better talent best. too, and he's got some better talent. Good God. And you've got the Falcons winning. Dude, happens. you have Christian McCaffrey. I mean. <clears throat> look, I look. get it, but C-Mac's not going to win him. Uh, yeah, but if Darnold has some time to be able to throw the ball and you've got a guy you can dump the ball out to and a guy that can run, Listen, you're going to get some stop. wins. They had C-Mac two years ago, and they still suck. Okay. C-Mac is going to go down oh, as one of the best, most versatile running backs in the game to get stuck on a shit-ass team. Oh, it sounds like Matt Stafford. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think the Falcons are going to be just awful, and I think they're going to be 5 and 11. 5 and or 5 and 12, sorry. 5 and 12. All right. So there. You only got one playoff team. We'll Even though Cal- Calvin Ridley's going to light it up because fantasy football. Yeah, he's going to have a big year. All right, Alex, it's your turn with this division. Look, I'm just going to make all my Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans happy. Buccaneers. Let me guess. 17 and 0. Oh, get the fuck out. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I swear to God. I mean, if no. there's any team that could do it, they're returning like their entire starters. So I've got cool. listen, I've got I got the Buccaneers at 15 and 2. They're the Sorry. other team that I've got at 15 and 2. Right. Um, the last team I have at 15 and 2. So I'll go ahead and say that. Um I hey, bold prediction. They sweep the division. Six and zero. <laughs> They beat everybody. Well, That's when you only that. when you only bold. lose two games, you're not losing many. That's not very bold, but okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so sitting here, it's fifteen and two. The second best team I have in this division, who does not make the playoffs and does not make over five zero, is the Atlanta Falcons at five and twelve. Five and twelve, Atlanta. I've got them at that. All right. Yep. Third best team in this division, I've got the Saints at three and fourteen. Oh wow. What? Matt they don't know what they're. Do. They don't know what they're doing. That quarterback. I, I 
hundred percent agree, but okay, dude, you've so got to def- I'm, you've I'm got to hold on. To, I'm going to evaluate. Them I just need to wrap my head around this. Evaluate the Denver Broncos. They don't know what the hell they're doing at quarterback. Neither do the Texans. Neither do the neither, neither do the hold Saints. Hold on, Beth, you said you're second in division, right? I'm just want to make sure I'm hearing right. The second yes. best team in the division is going to win five games. Yeah. So you're telling me that you've got a ten game swing between your first and dude, come on, it's the NFL. You act like, not you act like this is football. shocking. Brady did it with the Patriots in the friggin' AFC East. Where? Well, dare I ask what you have Carolina at? Zero wins. Yeah. Two, I mean, two, two and fifteen. <laughs> How? Third Dude, worst come team on. in the NFL. Carolina, because, two win football team. Captain freaking syndrome, mono boys, they're freaking quarterback. Okay. This is why Alex went last for this. So he, hear me out for one quick set. I, I, just hear me so out for one Tampa second. Tampa Bay is going to win more games than the other three teams in the in the division combined. Fucking a right. <laughs> okay. Tampa Bay I, is going to win fifteen, wanna... and the rest of the division is going to win ten. That's right. First, hold on. <laughs> Never. Never criticize me for a swing pick ever again. That's not a swing pick. It's going to happen. Bro, yeah, it is. Bro, this, this is, happen. Gr- this is great. Atlanta's going to win five games, and that's going to be equal to New Orleans and Carolina's total to combine. Yeah, because they all <laughs> suck. <laughs> oh, I mean, man, dude, this is they're, awesome. They're not gotta, good teams, but dude. we got to move on. This is too good. I could laugh all day about that. I'm going to make one quick comment, though. Why oh, wow, is bro. Darnold – please enlighten me what makes Darnold that awful. Really? Everything? Okay. Well, that's, that's, I'll, I'll say this. He is a pick six machine. He Thank is. You. He is. A, but get, he turns the ball over. He can't. He does not have a deep ball arm or accuracy. He dumps it over the line that he can barely see over, and the guy can't stay healthy and on the field for more than friggin' ten games a season. I'm. I'm telling you, it's a product of a real shit just culture in New York. He's got a chance to revamp. It's not, not going to change in year two of Matt Rule, and nobody to prove to other than DJ Moore and friggin' Christian McCaffrey. So let's let's be real here. They got two <laughs> weapons and friggin' him. That's, they ain't got shit. No defense either. All right, let's go to that NFC North. Wow. I'll be I'll be brief here. I think I, this one's pretty straightforward. I've got Green Bay at thirteen and four as your division winner. Mm. I've got Minnesota eight and nine. Uh, believe it or not, I have Ball. that as a I have that as a wild card team. Uh, <laughs> I've got Chicago at six and eleven, and then I've got Motor City Dan Campbell with no fucking kicker at three and fourteen. Wow. I'll, I'll go quick. I'll go quick because I'll let Matt go. I've got Packers winning the division. Okay. Uh, Fourteen and three. Oh my god. I have got the Bears. The Bears because Andy Dalton won't be the starting quarterback by week three. The Bears are going to be a wild card team, second in the division at thirteen and four. That defense <laughs> is going to that defense is going to mess some people up. All right, I've got the Vikings at third at nine and eight. Okay, and I've got Motor City shit bowl at one and sixteen. Tied one for, win, tied oh for the worst team in the NFL. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, Detroit Lion fans will officially give up on football. And, their new coach only and I work I work with the Detroit Lions fan. I've got my wife's family is in Detroit. Listen, I'm sorry, but it is what it is. Y'all suck. Y'all y'all to me are what the Carolina Panthers were last season. Y'all suck. Fair enough. All right, Matt, what do you what do you got in this division? As much as this might surprise some people, I have the Packers at eleven and six. Eleven and six. All right. It's not, it's not surprising. It's just surprising you gave him so much, so few, so few wins. Why is that surprising? 
because you hate them. You did it out of spite. <laughs> you don't hate them. You hate Rodgers. That's why you did No, I, I kind of just hate the Packers, but Rodgers just makes well, it even Matt, better. Matt knows that they're a good regular season team, so I, I'm I'm kind of surprised that he only gave them 11. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Nah, I just, nah. All right, who's coming in second then? <laughs> I mean, dude, I almost put him in. I, I, for a split second, was like, do I just go completely nuts and just put him second in division? Well, if you think a team's better. So I think the Vikings are going to be next. All right. Okay. I think they're still going to scrounge up a mediocre to decent year. Do you like Cousins, be... Jefferson, and Cook? I, I, I do. Okay. I, I honestly do. They lost think... Irv Smith for the season. I know. Yeah, more. Just more, just more targets for Justin Jefferson. I mean, yeah. you still got feeling. Let's, let's, you know, Whitey can break out. You never know. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, mean, break his leg. Defense. Yeah. That defense screwed us all last season. I mean, they got yeah. But well, they got they're my, back and they're healthy this year with Hunter and and uh, Harrison. I was gonna say Smith. My, my my X factor call that you you thought I was completely nuts on is back, so that will make a difference. That's yeah. Well, we're completely nuts thinking the Packers are only going to win eleven, but let's go. Okay, uh, I got the Bears coming in. What do you have the Vikings winning? Oh, sorry, nine and eight. All right, nine and eight. Now you got the Bears. I said that. Uh, I got the Bears. Uh, I got them being seven and ten. Seven and ten. All right. They just got to work out some kinks. Yep. And then I got the good old Detroit Lions. Not as bad as you. I mean, good lord. What two two and fifteen? <laughs> no, actually, I have them at uh, four and thirteen. Okay, oh, okay, four one four one team. Detroit won't know what to do with themselves. But I do think that they are weirdly going to be one of those really shitty teams that isn't as shitty as they seem. Or Jared Goff. I feel so bad for him. <laughs> no, I really – here's what it is. I think they're legitimately just a couple of pieces away, and I think you may end up even seeing Goff maybe be able to be the guy. I just think he's going to – They're going to be playing in the Super Bowl to such a shit teams. team. Well, I think he, they're going to be one of those just bad luck teams. Like, balls are just not going to bounce to them. Like, they're going to be that team. Like, there's a couple pieces that's – yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Dan Campbell is going to have a good coaching approach. But well, they have to. Goods. They need to do something different. So, all right. You know what this? You know what this means now, boys. Oh, we are God. finally at the end. We are at the NFC East. We always uh, leave it. We always leave it last. We leave it as the last division in the division guide <laughs> series. We do it on purpose to string along the listeners and to stress you two out. So here's what we're gonna do. I'll go ahead. And uh, I'll list off mine, and uh, we'll we'll list off uh, yours. But I'm going to set the table before you do so. Oh, so God. I've got. Um, yeah, I mean, boy, oh boy, I must have I must have changed my predictions for each of these teams like one, three or four times. But here it's we so go. Bad. This is what I'm going so with bad. based off of uh, based off of what I've seen and what I feel. I've got Washington at nine and eight, winning the division. I've got That's Dallas. So at, I've got Dallas at eight and nine. I've got the New York Giants at seven and ten, and I've got the Philadelphia Eagles at five and twelve. Now, here we go. I'm going to set the table. <laughs> this is what I'm going to do. Fuck you. Here's, <laughs> no, no, no. Matt's going to go first. Now, oh boy. With that being said, can we go one team at a time and then argue? Hold on. We you can go one team at a time or argue um, spot like worst to best. Here's how I'm going to do it. I don't know. I'm gonna get, we're gonna go back and forth instead of doing it the way I we've been doing it. I'm gonna give you the team, and then you're each gonna tell me that team's record. I like okay? it. 
I'm now, good. I'm, I'm before, definitely down before for we get Before we get into it, though, I want to let you know that based off of what you guys have going so far, you, uh, Alex, you have obviously a division winner and you have a wild card team coming out of this division. Yep. And Matt, you've got a division winner and you've got two wild card teams coming out of this no. division. No. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it would be one. No, it'd be two. No, there's three wild card teams. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's right. Did yeah. I miss yeah. one in the AFC then? No. No. You missed one in the NFC. Yeah. I have to, to put the Vikings in it. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Well, I then really never did. Mind. All right, so then so I got a got, division. So you've got, got a division, division and a wild card, card in this winner one. than two. Yeah, I've got three divisions with a division and a wild card. Okay. All right. All right. So let's go ahead. We're going to start it off. Um, where do you – we'll go Matt first, like I said. What is the record for the Philadelphia Eagles? Four and 13, you fucking golden trash bag pieces of shit. All right, well, I guess Alex is going first, but all right. <laughs> Thanks for jumping in there, bud. All right, so you've got four and 13. Matt, what do you got? You know what's funny, though? What? I have the same record. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I think they are a dumpster fire. They've got nothing. There's no dog identity. shit of a team. They've got, as much as I just said Jalen Rager, you may see Jalen Rager get some catches because they're just bored and they're just not bad. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's move on. Alex, we're going to swing the ball back into your court. Matt can what go is first. the record for the Dallas Cowboys? Go ahead. Ooh. Okay, I'll go first. Yeah, because I cut you off. Oh, I'm going to piss some people off. And, and oh, I love God. it. Seven and ten, baby. Fuck Seven Dallas. and ten for Big fuck? D. Are you staring at my screen, too? Fuck you. Dak ain't going to be healthy all year. All right. So you've got you've got him at seven and ten also? I got him at seven and ten, too. Okay. Wow. How all right. Are, so what is happening? We'll let, we'll let Alex pick this one. What uh, is the record for the Washington football team? Washington football team will be ten and seven. And win the division. All right. Okay. Division winner at ten and seven. Matt, what do you hate, got Washington? I hate, just at? hate saying that two years in a row. I, I hate the fact that I wanted this to be way more different, but it's not. It's not, yeah. I've got them winning the division. Okay. The Redskins. We're talking about here. Yeah. And yes, I've got the them, Redskins. The football team. The, I'm saying Redskins, I'm sorry. It's I'm Redskins fun. forever. I have Redskins to. forever, yeah. I'm sorry. Apologize, listeners. Redskins forever, baby. No political correctness on this fucking show. Don't cancel us, please. Don't cancel us, please. This show um, stinks. <laughs> I mean, you damn near got a kid throwing the picks at a division that's got 15 wins. The next team's got five. Yeah, yeah. We got some teams going one and 16. I love it. What do you got Washington winning the division at? 11 and 6. Okay. All right, 11 and 6. That defense is just going to be freaking nasty. All right, so last but obviously not least, uh, the New York football Giants, what is their record? Matt? Oh, I got to go first. That's right. Yeah. I got him at 10 and 7 winning the wild card. 10 and 7 and a wild card team. All right. Now, does that mean that you found your answer at quarterback, or is that because the team – is elite on defense. Yep. So and, and my answer, my yeah. answer, my answer is yeah, elite defense with a quarterback that's playing above average and doesn't fumble the ball nearly as much. Okay. Doesn't Alex, mean he won't fumble the ball because that fucker yeah. just doesn't know how not to. I'd rather but, him not dump fumble and throw a pick in the other side of the field. Fair enough. I Alex, stand by what that. Is the, what is the record for the New York Giants? Surprisingly <laughs> enough, 
Yeah. I too have them at 10 and seven, tying the Washington football team. Losing the tiebreaker, okay. So losing the tiebreaker and being the seventh seed in the NFC. Okay. So you've got them. Oh, so you, and you've got them seeded already. Okay. Yep. Now, are they 10 and seven because they have the answer at quarterback or because an elite defense? Uh, I'm going to go with because it's an elite defense and average quarterback play. Because of the weapons that will eventually be healthy. And Kadarius Tony will be a bust. I'm calling it now. Fuck okay, right. be as it may, but that means here's here's gonna be my conditional thing on this. Sure. Don't give a crap what Kadarius Tony does because at least Aziz Ojalari, defensive player of the year. Done. Right. What? In terms of or rookie, sorry. Rookie. Defensive rookie, rookie of the year. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Sorry. All right. So We've got uh, <laughs> we've got the rust, we've got the records, we've got the division winners and the wild cards. So now let's let's list off our playoff seating as we wrap up these predictions. I'll go ahead. I'll just uh, quickly list off what I've got it at. We obviously already know what playoff teams we have, but here's here's where I have it seated in the AFC. Uh, I've got the one seed Kansas City Chiefs, two seed Buffalo Bills, three seed Cleveland Browns four-seed Tennessee Titans. Those are your division winners. Got the five-seed San Diego Chargers of Los Angeles County. Six-seed, the former Cleveland Brown, Baltimore Ravens. And then the seven-seed Indianapolis Colts. Over in the NFC, I've got your one-seed as the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers, that's what he's good at, is getting the one-seed and doing nothing with it. (laughs) Two-seed, I've got the GOAT. Um... On, uh, on his comeback tour, the Buccaneers are the two seed, three seed, Los Angeles Rams, four seed, WFT, five seed, Seattle Seahawks, uh, six seed, San Francisco 49ers, seven seed, Skull, Minnesota Vikings. So, Alex, you already gave me your Giants as a seven seed in the NFC. So what's the rest of your NFC? Uh, my NFC one seed is the Rams. All right. Uh, my two seed is the Buccaneers. My three seed is the Packers. My four seed is Washington football team. Five, Seahawks. Six, Bears and Giants. Seven. And my winners for week one are Seahawks, Packers, Bucks. <laughs> okay. I already got them picked. Oh, my God. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Like, dude, you're predicting playoff? Come on. Yeah, bro. We said this is predictions, bro. I'm predicting. I got tequila flowing through me, man. Leave me alone. I've got tequila thrown. (laughs) Good God. Oh, boy. All right. So, Um, in the AFC, then, what do you got, Alex? uh, AFC, number one seed. Circle them wagons, baby. Buffalo Bills. All right. Two seed will be the Chiefs. Three seed will be the Titans. Four seed Browns. Then I got the Chargers at five, Patriots at six, and Colts at seven. All right. Matt, you want to now. We're going NFC first. Yep, go ahead. You can go ahead. NFC, uh, NFC seeds. All right. So, NFC, I will admit, I did not organize this. I just kind of threw my records down when I did this earlier. That's my bad. Fine. So, that would mean I've got the what? Bucks one at third. Yeah, Bucks one. Uh, then it would be the Rams. Then it'll probably end up slotting as the. Uh, I'd have to double check, but probably the Packers and the Redskins or the Washington Football Team. Yeah. 
which would then put me at, I believe the Cardinals would probably have the tie over the Giants, so they'd be six, and then I would put the Vikings at seven. Yep. Oof. Mental aerobics over here. <laughs> hey, you you were uh, very flexible. That, that's that's how to do it. All well, right. What do you got uh, in your beloved AFC? Uh, I think it ends up being the Chargers having the number one seed. Wow. Oh, you've got the Chargers over the Bills? I, I, I really – I got to be honest. When I went direct, I really didn't look at a lot of head-to-head stuff. Well, you've got, them both, you've got them both 12 and 5. I just mean I didn't go for like – I didn't really predict in my records of like tiebreakers. So, you know what? Bills won, Chargers two. Done. Okay. Let's just make it easy. Fair enough. Uh, and then I would put the um, – I think the Titans end up having the third. Yeah. The Ravens followed. No, Chiefs. No, you've got the Chiefs as a wild card. They can't be anything better yeah, than five. Fair. Yeah, I'm sorry. So I'm sorry. Yeah, because I'm going right. four. Yep. Good lord. You got Chiefs at five. So now be Chiefs at five. Yep. Get it together, Matt. Yep. And then you got your Browns at. Your that would Browns be the, at six. the Browns. And then um, that'd be what Cardinal. Uh, um, what's it called? Patriots. Patriots. There we go. Sorry. Yep. All right. Did I get? Did I go all seven? Yeah, you got them all. Those records are a lot tighter together. It was harder. <laughs> well, like I literally, because, I looked at some schedules. You had, stuff, uh, at... you had a couple of teams with yeah. identical records, so it was basically who you thought was going to win tiebreaker scenarios. I know because I didn't. I Alex apparently went above and beyond and thought of like how some things are going to stack up. Bro, I already know how the freaking Super Bowl is going to play out. Oh, well, boy. Love of, well, if you predict it, if you predict the Super Bowl right now and it's right, we need to all play a lot of like. Well, we already night. play Lotto. We'll have to give him a, a bonus gift. Something. Something. Because yeah. that's just ridiculous. We'll Same. figure it out. got it, bro. You already got – you have the matchup and the winner already? Yep. Oh, All God. right. I'll let, go for it. I'll let you. Please. 2021-22 NFL season for the Super Bowl will be the Buffalo Bills versus the Los Angeles Rams. Bills win it all. <laughs> Boy, my dad's going to okay. be listening to this show. Buffalo may yeah, hey, that listen, city may Buffalo not be there. The Super Bowl, I'm flying up there myself and jumping through some tables. Okay. There you go. Well, you. I mean, heard, I'm with you. I've been talking. You're finally years. on my bandwagon with the Bills. There you go. I've only been doing it for four years. Well, you've got. Yeah, we've got ourselves uh, one heck of a prediction, boys. Excellent job. Um, yep. Nothing. Um, nothing that uh, shouldn't surprise our listeners in terms of uh, maybe some some eye opening picks. Also, a lot of. Uh, I love a lot of identical thought processes with some of this as well. Closer, closer than I thought we were going to be with a lot of things. So it's going to, uh, it's going to shape up to be an interesting season next week. Obviously on the show, we will be previewing week one. So it's going to be previewing the games and we will return our, uh, our weekly picks uh, contest where we'll be, Keeping track of our our wins and losses throughout the season, just like we did last year, we'll keep the uh, the uh, the season record um, uh, starting from scratch. But we'll keep uh, track of the all time record. So basically, we're just one season in right now. So we'll we'll get into that. Um, what that means for everybody is that football season is here, baby. Let's go. Let's go, indeed. So for. 
Matt and Alex and myself, we certainly hope that you enjoyed the show tonight. It's been another lovely edition of Pound the Pigskin where it's all football all the time, and we'll see you next week.